By the time we reached the second act, the audience was well aware of what was going on. Stephen Wade, the television star who was playing the role of the father in this version of Winneal's long day's journey in tonight, was so drunk that he was knocking against furniture and quite often forgetting his lines. Between acts he'd been given coffee and a quick walk in the cold, damp May night, but neither had seemed to help much. I wasn't quite sure how to feel, because this was the first really serious play I'd ever been in, and because my performance as the drunken elder brother James Tyrone Sr. depended so much on what Wade did, I was angry most of the time I was on stage. But then I'd look closely at Wade, at the matinee-idle good looks that had slipped into white hair and booze-loosened flesh, and I'd feel sorry for him. There was a grief in his blue eyes that overwhelmed me sometimes, and a sense to man destroyed and left empty. Among the people at the Bridges Theatre, staff and cast alike, there had been a lot of apprehension about how Wade, who'd begun his career thirty years earlier in this same theatre, would behave once he got here. Well, for four weeks he'd done fine. From what anybody could tell, he stayed dry, his performances as impressive as anything we'd ever seen him do. On a couple of occasions he'd asked Donna and me out to dinner, and we became friends of sorts. He always made her sad, his melancholy aura pulling her in. But he made her laugh, too. He was a great storyteller, and he'd known everybody important in Hollywood for the past twenty-five years. When the play finished its month-long run, I was going to take him fishing up to a cabin a police officer friend of mine owned. Then he got drunk and came on stage. That night, things changed. A lot of it I don't remember. I was aware of three things simultaneously. How awkwardly Wade was moving around the stage, how nervous I was, and that I was going to muff my own lines and the steady undercurrent of whispers and snickers from the audience whenever Wade made a mistake. Finally it ended. The curtain came down, and we all left the stage. Michael Reeves, the director, was waiting in the wings. Wade, I want to see you a minute. From the tremor in his voice, I could hear that Reeves was barely controlling his anger. He was six feet tall and muscular like a dancer. He might have been handsome if his swarthy face hadn't been so petulant. No matter what we did, he always seemed vaguely displeased. He never laughed, except at somebody else's embarrassment. When Reeves spoke, the whole cast stopped its quick flight to the dressing rooms. Much as Wade had embarrassed us, I sensed a protectiveness among the cast. Reeves was going to be very ugly. Reeves came over and stood in front of Wade. You realize you're fired? Wade, still lost in a boozy haze, looked up and said, I'm sorry about tonight. There's no excuse. Reeves looked at the rest of us. You see how he's going to try to get out of this? He's going to play the pathetic. Wade, who was five-nine at best, tried to draw himself up with dignity, but he didn't have much luck. His shoulders slumped and his gut drooped. He was fifty-three years old and tapped out. He put out his hand for Michael to shake and said, I embarrassed you tonight and, and I'm sorry. His voice quavered. I'd worked with enough alcoholics during my years on the force to know that 
Wade was very near the end. He probably needed hospitalization. Reeves didn't take Wade's hand. Instead, he slapped him. Even above the noise the stagehands were making closing the theater down for the night, the slap sounded loud and harsh in the small theater. You son of a bitch! Reeves screamed, letting his rage go. This is an important play for me, and you ruined it. Totally fucking ruined it. Hey, Michael, down out a little, all right, said Richard Keach, the actor who played Edmund. Keach had a suffering, almost pretty face, wrapped in curly auburn hair. Yes, please, Michael, let him go to his dressing room. This was Anne Stewart, regal, slender, still a beauty at fifty. She played the mother with a quiet ferocity that had impressed us all.